Welcome, welcome, welcome into the Mostly Manly Show. I am your host, as always, Brad Manly. I apologize for not letting everyone know last week that I would be doing the show a day late with Christmas. Um, you know, I had some family time, so I did not get the show recorded. So I'm apologizing now. So it should be Tuesday, the day after Christmas for most of you. Well, whenever you listen, um, I appreciate it. But uh, I hope everybody had a great Christmas and looking forward to a, a nice New Year's. Uh, more importantly, a safe New Year's. It's like the most dangerous holiday, right? Anytime when people go out uh, festivating, partying, and, you know, then try to drive home, call a cab. Honest to goodness. Call someone. Wake someone up and piss them off. It, You know... You'd, I'd much rather that than hear somebody got hurt because they didn't want to call somebody. And and if somebody calls you and you're asleep and pissed off, get your ass up or make a phone call and help them. Pay for a case. Somebody try to do something to help a friend out. You know, it's just. And I know, I know. Be responsible and don't drink as much. Well, that's fine. But once you're past that point, somebody, I don't know. Things happen, and we need to try to take better care of each other. Even if, you know, I can hear people saying, that's not really my responsibility. Well, every, I don't know. I feel like we should just take better care of each other. Uh, so uh, my Christmas was excellent. Now, um, let me just say this. It was, it's going to be kind of split a little bit because we had a, um, my youngest came over yesterday. My oldest was at his in-laws yesterday. So we're going to do our gift exchange and everything on New Year's Eve. We're going to come and, you know, get together and spend the evening together and, you know, exchange gifts and eat and make merry here at my house where it's safe. And, you know, if I have to stagger five feet after one whole beverage, which <laughs> generally that does me in these days, I have not really drank to any amount in Ages, ages, ages. I got sick uh, in 2016. Since then, really, I mean, if I have two drinks, for me, that's a bunch. <clears throat> and honestly, and I'm still a big human being, but my tolerance is almost zero. I'll have one beer, and uh, by the end of it, I'm starting to feel a little bit warm. Now, what I, I will drink is uh, red beer. That I had never heard of that when I lived up in Illinois. But that's no Oklahoma thing where you mix it with, it's like a poor man's Bloody Mary. It's beer and tomato juice. And I actually, I really, really like that. It's refreshing and you get a gentle buzz after a few because you can stretch one beer over two or three drinks. So, so that's pretty good. And I may, I may think about that for new year's, um, maybe a shot at, at, you know, at midnight, who knows um, a lot of it's been several new years when I've been asleep at midnight. I try to stay awake though, you know, to usher in the new year. Like it needs my help. I always like that. We need to usher in the new year. Pretty sure it's going to come whether you're awake or not, Dave. You know, but uh, it's funny. So what on earth makes that one particular moment in time special, right? It's, it's because it doesn't, nothing changes, right? Nothing happens. I mean, even though I was alive on, uh, you know, Y2K, and we were all like, holy mackerel. You know, at 10 o'clock on uh, New Year's Eve 99, I'm like, man, 
two hours till shit goes haywire, till stuff gets sideways, till it all, you know, falls apart. And then it was just fine. It was all just fine. Everything. Everything. The $9 I had in my bank account was safe. You know, when it clicked over, we're all good. Everything, everything worked out. And we move forward. And we all look like we dodged a major bullet. I guess we could have, but, you know, a lot of times the beauty in it is you don't know that you did. You don't know. I don't need to know how close I came to disaster. You know, I, I, there's enough times when I am fully aware of that. I don't need to be told, you know, oh, man, you were lucky this didn't happen. Well, sure. I'm also lucky that, you know, a meteor doesn't fall on my house, I guess. You can say that about everything if you're paranoid enough, right? You're lucky a shark doesn't come up your toilet and bite you on the keister. Oh, yeah, I hadn't uh, hadn't thought of that, Al, but thanks. Now, now I know. Now I know I'm that lucky also. Okay, great. So I've been watching a bunch of horse racing, um, you know, in the horse racing thing, and I love it. I love everything about it. I love I watch races from all over the place, which makes me sound like a crazy degenerate gambler, but I'll often watch 20 races and bet on none or one, whatever. You know, I don't, I love listening to it. I'll be doing something else, but I like listening to it. I don't have, uh, I don't have network TV. So it's not like I have the news on, which is just perfect for me. And not giving a shit about people getting crazy over politics or being mad about everything all the time. It makes horse racing perfect for me. I just listen. You know what they talk about? They talk about the horses. They talk about the jockeys or the upcoming races or the last race. They don't talk about politics or these people being pissed off that this person doesn't accept the fact that this person is something else. It's just, I don't want to know that, you know, since again, I'll refer since 2016, when I got sick, I feel like every day is now a gift for me. I don't want my gift to be you bitching about some other person. Okay, fine. You know, Work it out or don't, or choose to just ignore it and walk on. Be kind to the next guy. It's, you don't have to comment on every single thing. You don't have to tell everyone your opinion about everything. That is the beauty and the curse, right, of the internet and social media. It lets everyone with an opinion, no matter how ridiculous, shove it down everybody else's throat. So... You know, Brad Manley tries not to do that. My The opinion I try to shove is be decent to other people. That's it. You know, I don't care who you are. You know, I don't care about who you sleep with, who you worship. I don't care about any of that. All I care is that if you're decent, you be decent to me, I'll be decent to you. If you got a wacky pronoun, you tell me what to call you. Just tell me your name. I'm not going to they, them, him, her, she, it, you. If you tell me your name is Cliff, I'll call you Cliff. If you tell me your name is Sandy, I'll call you Sandy. I don't care how long your beard is. It doesn't matter. I will call you what you want me to call you, but you can't force me to think that you're something else. That's just, you're you? Cool. That's whatever you think you are, fine. As long as the thing that you think you are is not dangerous. Don't hurt other people then we may have an issue because that's bullshit. You don't have to hurt anyone. Um, so, you know, I talk about horse racing a lot. And then, you know, it's uh, 
Well, you might be obsessed with it. Well, aren't you obsessed with, you know, the NBA or the NFL? <laughs> no. I watch it for blah, blah, blah. I watch it for the love of it. Well, that's why I watch horse racing, too. But you're obsessed because you have, I'm, I'm not obsessed. You know, I when it's on, I watch it. A lot of people have whatever on, but whenever there's a game on, they're watching it. You're obsessed with all these ridiculous numbers. Well, horse racing is kind of a game of numbers. You, you know, you pay attention to how the horse ran and that, you know, helps you try to predict how they're going to run the next time versus this group, you know, but you're kind of obsessed. I'm not. Okay, whatever. And then, you know, five minutes later, they say, my God, Josh Jackson, the left guard for the Titans is about 18% when he pulls on a weak side sweep. Can you believe this? There's an 18% chance he pancakes the oncoming outside linebacker. Whew, good thing I'm obsessed with horse racing. Take it easy. I um One of the things about horse racing that cracks me up is the analysts. You know how there's people in every every walk of life giving you an opinion? So And now it's so that you can bet, right? You can bet on everything now. And it's not like it used to be, uh, you know, here's the football game and whatever the uh, betting is, hush, hush, under the table, only in Las Vegas or Atlantic City. But now you can do it from your living room and they sponsor stuff. In fact, there's a racetrack that you, in Southern Illinois it used to be called Fairmount Park. Now it's FanDuel Racing. FanDuel, the people that, you know, they're betting folks. They have a betting app and a betting platform. But they do, you know, and uh, the NHL during the intermissions, they talk about they'll have betting people on there. Well, now the Hurricanes are uh, plus 220 to get a goal in the third period. It did not used to be like that at all. That was shunned, you know. And then now they're advertising because as soon as you hear that there's betting involved with everything, and then you think that there's, you know, some kind of funny stuff going on. You know, these guys have been, uh, this goalie has been paid to let in four goals tonight. You know, maybe the goalie stinks and he lets in four goals anyway. Then is he paid to let in eight or is that four good enough? Then he has to give the money back. Well, no, you stink, Bill. So we're taking back some of that money. I don't know. I don't, I like to think that the sports I'm watching or the races I'm watching are on the up and up, but you know, not everything is. But anyway, so there's analysts in every sport, right? They're talking about how to do things and how um, how things are going to work out in their opinion. You know, they don't say, in my opinion, they say, well, uh, John's going to throw for 287 yards. I mean, 200 or so yards. Uh, if John throws for 287 yards, I'm coming to look at you, Cliff, because you seem to know some stuff. But so horse racing is no different. They have analysts between every race, and they're telling you how things are going to go. Now, I, the funniest thing about horse racing is say there's eight horses in the race, right? And if I'm looking and I'm like, well, I really like the two and the four and the five. I like those three really to one of those three is going to win. The other one should probably be close. But now, so that's where I'm, if I'm going to bet, I'm going to narrow it down to, you know, those horses that I think stand the best chance because that's logic. But the people that are paid to, <laughs> you know, to analyze it and to be analysts and then give me their tips on the, at the different tracks, make me laugh because they'll, there'll be a 10 horse race and they'll be like, oh, I can't, it all starts and ends with this six horse. I love this. Si 
well, wait a minute, the seven horse too. And then the partner goes, don't overlook the nine horse, Tim. And by the end of their analysis, they have somehow made a case for every horse in the race. Okay, they can't all win, fellas. You know, it gets bad. By the end, it's like, you know, the the a lot of times there's a man and a woman. And they're so funny because the woman looks over at him and she's like, well, that five didn't run very good last time. Uh, no, but there was dirt in his eye. Well, it's going to be dirt again today, Bill. Right, right Jen, uh, I'll tell you what, Jennifer, that five only has three good legs, but damn, they are three great legs. I like him for a piece of this. What happened? What just happened right there? It, it's To me, it it's hilarious. But my boys and I went, I think I said this last week, that we went out to Remington Park and it was fantastic and I saw the races. Um, live for the first time in 20 plus years. So I'm hoping to do that again next year. They uh, That weekend was their last weekend for the year. And um, they race again. I don't even know when they start their thoroughbred meet. It's, it's a long time. It's like July or August. Um, but yeah, that, that's fantastic. And you can go right down and see them in the paddock. It's uh, it's pretty great. So let's move on to New Year's. Any, if you have a New Year's resolution, um, put it on the Brave Manly Facebook page. I'll, I will put um on the you know when I post this on Facebook, I post this episode on Facebook. And then I'll ask, you know, about New Year's resolutions. It's always about losing weight, right, or stopping smoking or something, something to make yourself better. Well, that's cool. That's it's totally awesome. I would say that you have a chance to do that every day, right? If you want to start that today, okay, this week cancel that last thought i'm like okay i i you always want to buckle down i always want to buckle down because i'm always trying to lose weight and i've been doing okay i'm down you know roughly 40 pounds probably up a couple now with the holiday but i wanted to lose a few more before i get to go up and see my mom in uh, april and then i have christmas dinner and then i realize and we're gonna have uh new year's i realize that i have leftovers and goodies in my kitchen pantry refrigerator for i don't know probably until may that's how it feels it's delicious it's awesome um my youngest yesterday brought i had said um as he's always like oh, give me ideas for christmas we i'm all about experiences so i'm like you know what if you want to get us something um look at swiss colony or hickory farms or something like that and then Get that and come over and enjoy it with us, you know, with the sausages and the cheese and the different crackers and mustards and different things. And he did exactly that. He brought this ginormous thing. So we were munching on that and I could eat cheese and crackers and that type of thing because there's like spreadable cheese or semi-soft cheese. And there's like, uh, you know, Colby and there's a Swiss, there's Camonery Jack. I could eat that all day. I don't need a meal. But then I also had the meatloaf extravaganza, which is just absolutely amazing. So he did that though. He brought that over and it was, it was fantastic. And uh, so I'm really about that, but there's so many awesome things in this giant box and you're like, Oh, that's cool. And then it doesn't ever stop. I mean, honestly, in my fridge, I have 80 kinds of sauces and little spreadable cheeses. That's kind of what I like about that thing is there's like 20 different of everything. 
you know, there's not one giant lump of uh, Colby. There's a small Colby. There's a small Swiss. There's a small Monterey. There's a bunch of different things that would be hard to replicate, you know, that kind of excellent sample platter. Um, there's little candies. There's, you know, all kinds of just brilliant things. There's, And this, I've never had this one. There's like little different loaves of, Oh, you know, that one looks like maybe banana bread, but like that, like a little pound cake. I don't know what they all are, but, and it, it never ends. We have a ton of stuff. It's fantastic. So I'm going to have to do some, a bunch of extra pushups this week because I know my calories aren't going to be in line. Damn it. Keep the insulin pumping, flowing, keep it going, doing well. But what I really want to do is I want to thank everyone for hanging with me, uh, I believe that as of this show, we have not missed one week of 2023. And that really is a testament to you guys listening and telling me that you enjoy it more than me showing up because, you know, sometimes, and I even, I had a little hospital stay this year, did not miss a show. I think I did just a little placeholder, didn't I? But I put something up and I said, I appreciated you and that I'd been sick and I'm making a comeback. Um, so, you know, it's, it's really a group. It's, you know, I'm sitting here behind the microphone, but if everybody wasn't listening and saying, Hey, you're a doofus, but you're a funny doofus, then I wouldn't, I wouldn't keep doing it. You know, it's, this is absolutely a labor of love. And I, I get jacked when people talk about it. If somebody says, hey, that bitch you did about whatever reminds me of a time that my cousin, blah, that to me is success. That I'll be quite honest, I've not monetized at all. So that to me is success right there is when somebody says, this reminded me of something my mom said to me when I was a kid, or this reminded me of a situation when I was in high school. That I like to get the message across and I like to, to connect with people that way. I, it, it makes me happy. It makes me want to do another show about something else that might connect with somebody. Maybe the same person, maybe a different person. You know, and that's, that's why I want to do it every single week. Because it makes me happy. Um, I love talking about my dogs. Today was a little horse racing heavy because I've been, you know, watching some races around the, the Christmas holiday a bunch been some stakes races. So I've been watching a lot. Um, and I, I don't want anyone to think that I'm ever trying to exclude anyone. So if I talk about Star Wars one week and that's not you, that's just not you. You know, that's cool. I would hope that you tune in just a minute anyway to hear me in my dulcet tones, you know, but one week I talk about horse racing. One week I talk about Star Wars. One week I talk. Okay. A lot of weeks I talk about dogs. A lot of weeks I talk about food. A lot of weeks I talk about dumb shit I did when I was a kid. You know, the the food, dogs, and dumb shit I did, I got a lot of stuff to talk about on those topics because I did a lot of dumb shit. I made a lot of food, and I love dogs more than most humans. So that when I tell you that if, you know, if you're not an asshole or, you you know, if you're kind to people, you got to be kind. You can't be mean to your wife and kids, and you can't be mean to dogs. <laughs> that's That's my thing. I don't care who you vote for. I don't care what's in your pants. Just be nice to people and treat dogs right because they will love you no matter what. So don't be an asshole. 
That's the bottom line there. So we're moving into 2024 together, ladies and gentlemen. What I want everyone to do, well, first of all, um, call my friends of a classic design and print, 580-374-2893. Get you a man, mostly manly t-shirt. Stay manly. It says right on there in big letters to remind you every week or every time you wear it. Maybe you wear it once a week. Maybe you wear it three times. That'd be cool. Buy three. But uh, that... That helps my friend up at Classic Design and Print. Um, they do a great job. Start the year off right. You know, having you a shirt come in January and you be spreading the word for us. Um, I appreciate every single one of you that listens. And I want you to know I'm going to try to keep doing it and maybe try to be funny every now and again. But until I talk to you next year, stay safe and stay manly. <laughs>